What is going on my friends? Welcome to episode number 21 of The Coffee Pod. I am your host, Alex Cosentino, and I am an online fitness coach that helps young men gain 15 pounds of muscle and naturally increase their testosterone while only spending 2% of their week in the gym and eating a delicious, flexible, high-fat diet. I am also the owner of the sponsor of this show, um, which I don't know if you could even call that a sponsor, Maximal Coffee Co., the coffee with some muscle. This is a functional coffee with nutrients infused into the coffee beans in order to help you grow your muscle mass and increase your metabolism. So in this episode, what I want to, whoa, you guys ever pop your ears by accident? That's, that's what just happened to me. I was like scratching my nose and I swallowed then my ears popped. Anyways, um, in this episode, two things that we're going to be talking about. I've had a couple people recently ask me about my supplement stack. So I'm going to go over what my supplement stack is. Um, and why I take each thing that I do take. Um, and then I, but that's not going to take too long. So we are also going to talk about my top three tips for growing your chest because my chest has absolutely exploded this year throughout this off season. Um, so we're going to go over my top three tips for how I was able to do that. So we're going to start with what is my supplement stack? Um, pretty simple. So there's only one slight change between my in-season supplement stack versus my off-season supplement stack. So I'm going to go over that real quick. Um, so pre, so pre-workout, I take Maximal Coffee Co. as my um, stimulant. So I will t- typically have a coffee pre-workout. Um, first thing in the morning, I like working out in the morning. Um, or depending on certain circumstances, I could also have a caffeine pill. Um, I prefer the brand Hostile. I like their supplements and I also like their brand. Um, so most supplements that I take are Hostile. Um, so they have um, organic vegetable caffeine capsules. Um, so I could typically, I'll either have that, which has 200 milligrams of caffeine, or I'll have a maximal coffee, um, which has approximately 120 milligrams of caffeine. Um, but of course it also has the electrolytes, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so typically I'll have a coffee and I'll also have from hostile, I'll have Pico two, which is a mushroom blend that is meant for to help with muscular endurance. And I'll also have citrulline, which is a common ingredient in pre-workout supplements, um, which is typically just used to help with a pump to help drive more blood to the muscle. Um, and we do want to pump when we work out. We do want to drive more blood to the muscle while we work out. And the reason for that is because nutrients are transported in your blood. So if more blood is going to a certain muscle while you're working it out, that means more nutrients are going to that muscle. So that's why a pump is important while you're training. Um, it's not just to look good. So that is what I take pre-workout intra workout. Oh, I also have, um, 10 cranks of salt with my Pico two and citrulline. Um, everything I take is unflavored. I don't like artificial flavorings. I don't like artificial sweeteners. I try to keep those always as low as possible. Now, 
intra workout. So during my workout, I will have three grams of taurine. This one is not from Hostile. This one is um, the brand that I get is Canprev. Um, I just get it from Healthy Planet. So I take three grams of L taurine, um, and then I also in season I'll take a scoop of CDX cluster dextrin from Hostile, um, which is basically just. It's essentially it's a carb, um, but cluster dextrin is a very fast absorbing carb. Carb, fast absorbing carb. So your body is able to utilize it right away while you're actually working out. Um, I get the unflavored one. They also have a flavored uh, CDX as well. Um, and then again, I'll have another 16 cranks of salt. Um, when I say crank, just so you guys know what I mean, um, you guys know like the salt crackers, like crack salt and you have to like crank it like you know you know what i mean that that's that is what i'm talking about when i say cranks of salt um that that's how i measure my salt i measure it in cranks um all right and then so that's why i take intra workout and then post workout i actually don't take very much i just take glutamine um again it's from hostile and then i eat food so i know that food is the best way to get protein and nutrients in um, so after my workout, I'll have 10 grams of glutamine and I'll eat. And that is pretty much what I take in terms of supplements. Now within my meals in the mornings for breakfast, I always have pro meal. So that's oatmeal mixed with protein powder. And the protein powder that I get is the ISO H1 from hostile. This is going to sound like a hostile ad, but it's not, <laughs> um, so I take the ISO H1 from Hostile. I take two scoops of that in the morning. And then in the evening for my last meal, I have a fruit smoothie, which again, I have one scoop of Hostile ISO H1. I also have one scoop of collagen in there. Um, and that one is also from Canprev, which is the same brand that I get the taurine. And then right before bed, I have sort of a like a sleep stack, I guess you could call it. I take magnesium bisglycinate. I take ashwagandha and I take... Um, and I take GABA. So th that's all what I take right before I sleep. Um, and the, for brands, what do I take? The magnesium bisglycinate as well as the, uh, GABA are Canprev again. And then the ashwagandha is Cytomatrix. Um, and what those do, if you guys are unaware, uh, Magnesium bisglycinate basically just helps your body start naturally producing melatonin. Now, I do want to um, say this right now. Don't take melatonin supplements because they all suck. I promise they suck. They are, they are never dosed properly. Um, and there's been some studies showing that they actually increase estrogen as well, um, which nobody wants. Even women, you do not want to increase your estrogen want to make that clear you do not want to increase your estrogen as a woman what you do want to do as a woman is you want to focus more on progesterone but that's another topic for another day um and then what else did i say gaba um it is a amino acid and it helps obviously with muscle synthesis as all amino acids do but it is also um helps to decrease cortisol which will allow you to get to sleep better and also, um, ashwagandha does the same thing. It helps to decrease cortisol. 
And what we do know about the relationship between cortisol and testosterone, which is absolutely amazing, lower cortisol typically means higher testosterone. That is what we want. Hell yeah. Um, and then I also did forget to mention first thing in the morning with my breakfast, I also do take a vitamin D3 and K2 supplement. Um, so between that and maximum coffee, I'm getting a ton of vitamin D first thing in the morning. Um, and that on top of my mandatory 30 minutes outside, uh, which is typically spent walking the dog. Um, I am getting a lot of vitamin D plus the food that I eat. It's mostly red meat. Um, so again, I am really putting focus on getting, um, my vitamin D in because I know how important that is. All right. So that's my supplement stack. That's everything that I take. And that's why I take everything. Um, I hope that you guys are able to, I don't know, find that helpful. That's, I'm not prescribing anything to anyone. I'm not suggesting anyone to take anything. I'm not telling anyone to take anything. Um, that is just what I personally do. And that's what I take. And I encourage you guys to, um, ask questions and figure out what's best for you and your body. All right. So moving on, I am going to, wow, that actually took a lot more time than I thought, but as promised, we are going to go over my top three tips to chisel your chest. Hell yeah. Number one, whenever you're doing your presses or your flies. So if you don't know, the only way to target your chest is through flat pressing movements, incline pressing movements, decline pressing movements, or fly movements. So whenever you're doing any of these movements, I know it's very easy for us to focus on where our hand is going. But what I want you to do is I want you to focus on actually squeezing your elbow, squeeze your biceps together as you're doing your presses, as you're doing your flies. And the reason for that is because I want you to take a second and think about where the insertion point for the pec is. It's not all the way by your hand. It's actually just on the top side of your humerus, your upper arm. So that means all your pec is going to do is it's going to control where your elbow goes. It has no control over where your hand is. So if you're doing your flies and your elbows are bent, you're not working your pec very much. You're getting a little bit because obviously your elbows are still going to move, but you're not working your pec nearly as much as you could be. So make sure you're focusing on bringing those elbows and those biceps together more than you're thinking about bringing your hands together. Number two, especially as you are learning your body and you're learning your limits, use a spotter as often as you can for your top for your top working sets. And the reason for that is because I understand when you're doing something like bench press, you don't want to push yourself to your limit because what if you drop the bar on your neck and you die? <laughs> I get it. I get it. So that's why I fully recommend using a spotter as often as you can so that you can feel comfortable pushing yourself because I promise the vast, vast majority of you are not working out until failure. You're not working out until your failing point. And that is, that is stopping you from growing to your fullest potential. So ask someone for a spot and the gains will come. And lastly, more volume is not necessarily the answer. I know earlier I was talking about that um, a pump is important, but a pump isn't everything. As soon as you start getting a bit of a pump, you're good. You don't need the muscle to feel like it's about to explode. 
Um, you don't need to keep doing more and more reps, more and more sets, more like more and more exercises. If you are working out hard enough, you will find quickly that typically you don't need more than two sets. You don't really need more than three, four exercises for a specific body part or for a specific muscle. I promise if you're working out hard enough, you will not feel as though it's necessary to do that much volume. Okay, so moral of the story, work out harder. <laughs> really, that's it. Just work out harder. There, you have more in the tank. If you're able to work out for two hours, you're not working hard enough. And that's just the fact of the matter. If you can work out for two hours straight, you're not working hard enough. For one of two reasons, you're not working hard enough. Either you're not pushing yourself hard enough and that's why you're able to keep going for two hours or you do push yourself hard enough, but you keep going past the point of when you're done or when you should be done. Um, and then in which case you are not really producing muscle gains, you're producing more muscle damage, okay? That is the episode for today, guys. I hope everyone has a phenomenal week. I hope you guys go and kill all of your workouts. I hope you prep all of your meals. I hope you get all these gains. That's all I got for you guys today. Bye.